Dear Jesus, I have seen what you have done for some of my mates, giving them sponsorship during this difficult time for their podcasts, for their YouTube videos, for their Instagram stories, for their TikToks and things. And I would like to say, please, do not forget me. Okay, let's start the show. Amen. You got young say when you soft say your V lips get glossy. You my main my dessert and my entree to infinity and Beyonce. But then yash and Nicki Minaj is big 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 like what 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 I said. Then yash and Nicki Minaj is big 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 like iPhone 10 plus. I am. y'all grab your cups and get ready to discuss can we talk can we talk hallelujah hallelujah culture kids welcome to another exciting episode of can we talk the podcast where we celebrate and critique the best in afrobeat my name is kwame aka official kwame aka kwame kardashian and i am an entertainer curator and entrepreneur if you're new to this podcast welcome we have fun here i just want to say Shout out to everybody who listened to the first episode of this podcast. I was kind of overwhelmed with the amount of love and support and all of the comments and the sharing that everybody did. It kind of, I was taken aback for a second because I really do love the content that I put out because I really do put it out for myself as therapy, as some sort, and also to celebrate um, my culture and the continent. But just to see all of you guys go up for it as well and enjoy it as much as I do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, gotta say a special shout out to my friend, friend, international beauty entrepreneur, writer, educator, Miss Maya James. She gave me some amazing tips that will help me crack your necks in this space. Now, um, for people that might not be familiar with her, for BZ Darko's 2018 Sickle Halloween party, she transformed me into Kim Kardashian, which was super fun. If you want to find some of the images, I might have them stuck somewhere deep within the trenches of my Instagram. But uh, Maya James is a supercalifragilisticexpialidocious makeup artist and even better human being. She has an online show called Fran Fran that she does every Friday where she talks about life, sex, and everything in between. You guys should check it out. So if you want to, uh, make sure you get at her Instagram. It is Modern Maya James on Insta. Maya spelled M-Y-A. That's Modern Maya James. Modern, hey, Maya James on Instagram. Also, gotta say a special shout-out special shout <laughs> to Ifia um, on Twitter. Her handle is at Wixen. Is that how you say it? It's W-X-N-Z-N. She's um, a writer and she sent me some really encouraging, very sentimental words that got me in my feelings for a hot second because, you know, I'm a Pisces and I'm sensitive about my shit. But um, one of my fears of starting this podcast was for me doing it solo. And she was just like, no, you should go on. I love the fact that it's just you and it's super entertaining. And that was just very reassuring to hear because i mean i i do like listening to myself but 
I just wasn't sure if you guys would want to sit down for a whole hour and just listen to me bitch and moan <laughs> and, um, well, really celebrate a whole bunch of music that maybe you guys don't listen to, but I think you should listen to because we do talk about everything that you talk about, right? But, um, yeah, I just think for me doing this podcast and having this kind of response, it just was further proof and affirmation for me that when you walk into your purpose and you allow God to use you, chef's kiss, there's nothing sweeter. And of course, because she DM'd me, I was like, okay, let me check out her little page, see what she do. I checked out her blog. I liked um, some of the stuff that I saw there. But then I also noticed in her bio, she had quoted a scripture. Now, for some of you who might not know, anybody that knows me really personally knows that I am not um, very religious. I feel like religion is more of an institution and I'm, I'm a lot, I'm very, very spiritual. I'm a lot more spiritual than anything else. And she had shared a scripture in there that I want to share with you guys. I don't know if we're going to make it a thing. Maybe we should. Let me know what you guys think. But I figured, let's talk some Christianese, as my girl Toki Makuina would say. I like how I say, like, she's my girl, like, we're best friends. But anyway, this one is from First Thessalonians 4 verse 11, and it says, Make it your aim to live quietly and to mind your business and to work with your hands just as we instructed you. What this is basically trying to tell you, eh, is mind your goddamn business and do the Lord's work. Do whatever it is that he has called you to do. Live your purpose, live your truth. And I don't believe, like I said, that you have to necessarily be a religious person, but I think it is more important to believe in something and to be spiritual. However it is, whether you're Buddhist, um, Christianese, um, Hindu, Islam, whatever it is, I think however it is, whatever it is that you believe in, however it is that you worship, make sure you do right by you on your terms, because I believe that spirituality is very practical and very beneficial for all of us, especially during the COVID-19 pandemic that we are currently living through. And I feel the only way that we're going to make it through this is every if everybody has a little bit of faith. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> anyway, shall we get into the podcast? Because we have a lot to get through. Shall we go for it? Okay, so I'm going to introduce you guys to a new segment that I am calling President, aka Presidu. Shout out to Anate, who's a Ghanaian uh, photographer and creative. He's who I bootlegged the name Presidu of. Now, President is where we give flowers, where flowers are due. So we're going to be celebrating African creatives right here every single week on Can We Talk, uh, the podcast. So first up, um, Ghanaian rapper, filmmaker and producer Blitz the Ambassador was awarded the Gukenschlagen. <laughs> the Flukenschlagen. I mean, the Guggenheim 2020 Fellowship Award. Now you ask, what the hell is that? Um, the Guggenheim 2020 Fellowship Award is an award for individuals who have demonstrated exceptional capacity for productive scholarship or for exceptional um, creative ability in the arts. Now you wonder, hmm, what films has he made? I shall tell you. He has a little movie out right now called The Burial of Kojo. It might just be streaming on Netflix. The New Yorker also might have named it number eight on its top 40 movies to watch on Netflix right now. Just saying. Um, and this is the first original movie from Ghana to be released on the Netflix streaming platform. Now, The Burial of Kojo is also the Golden Globe's first Ghanaian entry. Yeah, it was up to be nominated for a Golden Globe. But um, it was not the only 
uh, African movie that I had seen to make the New Yorker list. There was another Cannes um, film festival favorite called Atlantics that is from Senegal that I also want to check out. So if you guys are looking for some new African content to watch on Netflix, definitely go and see uh, The Burial of Kojo and yeah, check out Atlantics. So shout out to you, Blessed Ambassador. You go ahead, Presidu. Speaking of Senegal, yeah? Senegal, you're doing amazing, sweetie, with dealing with the coronavirus. Now, I don't know if you guys have heard, but Senegal is currently testing $1 testing kits for corona, which is which are a lot um, quicker and safer than the current one where they take the distance and they not come out, put it inside your nose and push it. That's why you will not catch me. I don't want it. That's why I'm staying in my house. I'm keeping safe. I'm washing my hands and all those things. And they are also looking into, well, they've actually started already testing and producing these. They're making 3D printed $60 ventilators, which I think is amazing. And they also have apparently the third log- largest recovery rate in the world and only two deaths. Senegal, bro, I hear your jollof de pap. Please invite me. You're doing amazing. But yeah, that's his, our two presidents for this week. Bless the ambassador and Senegal, the whole country. Shout out to you. Whew. Shall we get into the gist? Okay, now let's get into iGist, as in IG. This is where we discuss what has been happening on the African and the diaspora in and a on the internet. First of all, can I do a quick read? So, some racist Chinese people have been blaming black people in China for spreading the coronavirus. Simply because they are black. Are you insane? Are you sick? For me, this is completely racist, disgustingly inhumane, and heartbreaking because I have visited China before and I had such a great time to see um, the way they do business and all of their development was inspiring for me. I went there with my mom a couple of years ago and I understand that in China, they don't often see a lot of black people for some reason. I don't know how, I don't know why because, I mean, we live in 2020, the internet is there, TV is there, people travel and move a lot, get with the times, but... The thing is, there are a lot of Chinese people living in Africa, right? We support your businesses, we let you live in our country, and you live in harmony and peace with us. And I don't understand why when the tables are turned and we have our people in your country, we're allowing, or you are rather allowing this to go on. And what is so sad for me is, obviously, I know this is not all Chinese people. This is not all Asian people. But I'm hoping that this does not cause a ripple effect of racial profiling within the continent where people are going to start acting some type of way towards um, other Asian people or Chinese people that are living on the continent. Because, you know, people can be ignorant. And I think it's really, really unfair. Honestly, at this point, I just want all my black African brothers and sisters or any person of color to... I, if we can't do anything to aid them right now, please just bring my people home. <laughs> I don't know if anybody has seen, but there was this video um, circulating on social media of this black lady that was just going to the mall, just trying to buy some damn groceries, and Chinese officials were stopping her from entering the store simply because she was black. And there was a white woman who pulled up like, yo, are you guys okay? You know, and ah, China, get it together. ASAP like Rocky. Anyway, on the topic of COVID, did anybody watch the One World Together at Home concert? Shout out to my rara sis, Miss Stephanie Joanne Germanata, a.k.a. Gaga, a.k.a. I want your stupid love, love. Now, she collaborated with Global Citizen and the World Health World Health eh, Organization to plan 
the event, which featured more than 70 celebrities and singers that was aimed at celebrating health care and essential workers from the front line on the front line of the coronavirus pandemic. And thank God when this thing started, they said that they had already raised the money and we can put our pockets we can put our purses and our pockets down because <laughs> I do not have any coins to really to have helped the situation. But I think it was it was it was noble of them to do, and I do like the fact that they are celebrating um, healthcare and essential workers who are literally putting their lives at risk to make sure that we are kept safe. Now, some of the artists. Let's talk about our people, right? Some of the artists that performed were Casper Nyovest, Burna Boy, Shoma Josie, also Lupita Nyong'o, um, and Danai. Is it Graya? Is that how you say her surname? Made some appearances in there, and they'd introduced and talked a bit, and. Okay, let's talk about the concert. So, first of all, it was like three, four hours long. And I... I, To be very honest, I was watching a rerun of White Chicks. What a beautiful chocolate man! (laughs) And getting my whole entire life. But the concert, I mean, bro, it was... I mean, they screened it. (laughs) It was there. Um, But apparently, shout out to Burner Boy, because apparently Burner Boy's performance was the most shazammed of the night. I am not surprised. And I think it was just amazing for me as an African creative to see big names like Burner Boy, Casper Nyovest and Shoma Josie share the stage with, you know, these new, younger, lesser known artists such as Sir Elton John and Celine Dion. (laughs) Like, I was looking at the list and there was a bunch of artists... Like, you know, there's some of, like, some Western artists that I like as well. But just to see Burna Boy, Casper Nyovest, and Shoma Jyoti in the same list as Gaga, um, Andrea Bocelli, like I said, Sir Elton John, Celine Dion, was busting my brain. So shout out to them. They did a great job. Shout out to Gaga. You know, Mother Monster, I stand forever. Anyway, speaking on people who have also been doing relief work for COVID-19, DeVito has a new song out called D&G, as in Dolce & Gabbana, featuring Summer Walker. Now, the song um, was co-produced by London on the track and produced by Nigerian producer Kid Dominant. I think it was a really dope video. Loved the color. Shout out to whoever did Summer Walker's eye makeup. Absolutely killed it. But apparently the proceeds from the video will go towards Dolce & Gabbana Humanities Together for Corona's Research Fund. I'm just hoping that some of those funds are going to help our people on the continent. I'm just saying. Because, I mean, Dolce & Gabbana, which is a brand that I do like, is an Italian brand, right? I hope those coins are coming out. But anyway, on the topic of home, has anybody listened to the Africa Now um, Apple Music radio show? Hosted by Ebro Darden. Now, I saw music mogul in the making, Camille Storm, tweet this. So I was like, okay, I'm going to give it a listen and see what Apple is up to. And Queen of Alte Culture, Benoit Boating, was also tweeting about it. And I thought it was cute. I think it did represent a lot of African music I was not very familiar with. There were some tracks from Angola that I haven't heard. And I liked it. But at the same time, I couldn't shake this feeling from the first 30 seconds of listening to it. I was like, why couldn't they get one of our own people to host the show? I mean, from the 54 countries on the African continent and people within the diaspora, you mean there was no person of African descent that we could get to host the show? Not even Julie Adunega, at least? 
You know, like, bro, can you imagine if this show, like, was in Pigeon? Like, it would be busting my brain. And it's not that Ebro did a bad job. He was fine. But I feel as if it was more, it sounds like more of an Africa to the world kind of show. To introduce people on the outside to music and culture from the continent. And I just felt like we need, if we're going to have an... Apple Music radio show called Africa Now about African continent content, I feel like we would need one for us by us. And the gag is you're listening to it right now. <laughs> I'm just putting it into the universe, manifestations. But you see, this is the thing. I think Apple is doing a great job. Like I said, it was a nice show. I discovered a lot of music on there that I wasn't familiar with. But I think it is high time that we as African creatives or as Africans in general need to think beyond a seat at the table. I think we need to build our own damn table in our house. And the house is Africa. Okay? But shout out to Apple Music. Um, They are doing the damn things a little bit more than Spotify and Tidal because I know you can't get Spotify or Tidal for that matter in a lot of um, African country. I think you can only get Spotify in South Africa, if I'm not mistaken, but Apple Music is doing the damn things. They have expanded to over 52 countries, including Algeria, Angola, Benin, Chad, Liberia, Madagascar, um, Malawi, Mali, Mauritania, Mozambique, Namibia, the Republic of Congo, Senegal, Seychelles, Sierra Leone, Tunisia, and brought it back to my home of Tanzania too. Can you imagine? On top of that, these countries got six months free for new subscribers. Free. I was like, can somebody point me to the Tanzania store like now? Anyway, also happening on the interwebs. Can we talk about IG for a second? Huh. Okay, so let's talk about the talent shows. UK slash Ghanaian artist Yuji has a talent show. You guys should check it out. Um, I don't know if he still does it, actually. South African fitness entrepreneur Tumi Seko had girls twerking and... I don't know, he was just drinking, having a good time. It was another one that I think you guys can check out. But also, there's this artist called Swams, right? He was an artist from the UK. And basically, he just has girls putting their bakinits on his IG live. Think Tory Lanes, but like if you were kicked out of the VIP. <laughs> basically, what's been happening on Swarm's Instagram live, like Tory Lanes, quarantine, quarantine, quarantine. Radio is girls have been making it clap. They've been deep throating candy, cucumbers, dildos, putting chocolate on their distance, and what have you. And whew, Lord Jesus, people have been dragged in the comments. It's yeah, I think guys have been having a lot of fun with it. I see a lot of people have been showing up with their lotion and tissue. Have fun. <laughs> also, one of the most hilarious things that I've seen on the internet right now is this new Insta Live couple slash reality show, unofficial reality show. By British mod that stars British model um Eva Apio and Niger Nigerian comedian Father DMW. It is so funny. I swear, like Father B- DMW basically found out that Eva has a real life boyfriend <laughs> and has been crying like on this on his Instagram live for the entire duration of this show. And what was finishing me is there was a time that I, I don't know if I can't even remember if the show was still on. But there was a time that Eva said she's not doing the show anymore. She's tired of it because Nigerians are just flooding her comments. And she can't, like, she can't post one thing without people just all up in her business. But, yeah, you guys should. If you have not checked it out already, you should. I think they, I think they screen on Tuesdays, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, check out her. I can't remember what her handle is. But you can find him. His handle is at FatherDMW. Mm-hmm. Also, shout out to a lot of the DJs that have been holding us down and throwing the damn parties. South African hitmaker and um, 
well, hit after hit maker, DJ Maparisa and like literally living legend has been doing um, lives on Saturdays on Periscope, fun time. And I think he's even doing one or has done one on TikTok. I had no idea that TikTok has live. The girls are doing the things. Anyway, also Ghanaian producer Jules, uh, by the time you listen to this, his new EP Happy Place will be out. There's five tracks on there. One of the tracks on there is Soweto Blues, which is in the playlist, obviously, on my Apple Music playlist. But like I've said, check out his Instagram live. It's super fun. Also, Ghanaian DJ, F the DJ, he, about two, three weeks ago, did, he does these trap and B nights, so he plays trap music and, and R&B music. He once did a Bionic, hey, Bionna, wow, a Beyonce and Rihanna one. It was two hours of straight back-to-back jamming Listen, hits, back-to-back, transitions, so many deep cuts. I was getting my whole life. Shout out to you, F the DJ, for doing the damn things. Also, currently, my absolute favorite Instagram show right now is Off the Top. They do this IG trivia night where they have Ghanaian millennials answer random trivia questions. It's absolutely hilarious. The comments are insane. It happens, I think, about three times a week. There's Thursday, Tuesday, Thursday. And then either Saturday or Sunday, I've been on, obviously, as a member, the founding father of Off the Top. And I got five out of ten. Um, my homegirl, Henrique, is in the lead. I think she got, like, six or seven or eight out of ten. Screw her. But anyway, when I was on the show, my mom literally disowned me on Instagram Live for the whole world to see. I was quite embarrassed. But it was fun. You guys should really check it out. So check out Off the Top GH on twitter and get in with all the fun if you follow me on instagram you already know that i post the flyer whenever it's happening but we have a lot of nigerian content to talk about because nigerian twitter has been a mess and i was leaving so all aboard flight 234 arik air to lagos shall we go in case you guys have not heard nigeria has now extended their lockdown to may 4th and Twitter was having a field day. I, the memes, the videos, I was literally in bed crying hot tears, almost on the floor. Even um, the Daily Post Nigeria posted this article where they quoted um, someone is saying Buhari, is a, as in President Buhari, the president of Nigeria, um, apparently is a shy person and he dislikes public show. Shout out to Kane underscore, is it Umzama? who responded to their tweet and said they're asking him to run the country not to twerk on ig live i was crying <sighs> anyway nigerian blogger podcaster and youtuber and apparently self-proclaimed clapback queen oloni is that how you say her name is being dragged for anti-black tweets from 2000 and forever ago um there was a bunch of other people that were also being dragged but she's the one i'm the most familiar with now I understand, but listen, there was a point in time where we were all very young and stupid. In our, you know, when you were like 16, your early 20s, the days of the overcapacity whale, follow trains, Twitter after dark, it was the best and the worst of times. Now I understand, yes, age is not an excuse, but for me, it's all about if you take responsibility and you learn and you grow, understand that things at that time were different. I feel like, I mean, this is an unspoken, well, this is a topic that I feel we don't talk about enough, but 
five, ten years ago was very different from the Africa that we live in now. There was a lot of deep-rooted inner self-hatred that a lot of people were dealing with. And this is before it was cool to be dark-skinned, let alone African. But I believe that as you grow, when you know better, as Oprah said, you have to do better. Not when you know better, you do better. When you know better, you do have to do better. Anyway, moving on to Nigerian media personality and beauty entrepreneur Toke Makwina. Um, she called out a local blog recently for allegedly tried to swindle her for money over fake nudes that they threatened to post of her. In case nobody knows, this is me personally, a Toke Makwina stan account. She also has a line of handbags, luxury handbags. She um, has a beauty line. She has a foundation. She was... Actually, before I recorded this podcast, I was watching her on Instagram Live. Hilarious had the time of my life. But anyway, yeah, so she was calling out this blog that was trying to swindle her for money over fake nudes. That, and she even posted a picture of the alleged nudes that they tried to um, solicit money from her from. And she captioned it saying, captioned it saying, stop with your bloody emails already. I am not the one, not yesterday, not today, not ever. I do not have any money to give you. Shout out to her. Also shout out to S- Sister Derby who um, commented on that post and she said, which is true, it is illegal to publish nudes of a person without their consent. They should go ahead and see. After all, nipples are for baby to suck and feed on idiots. Okay, she didn't put the inside, but me, I'm going to put it. And I just don't understand how nudes are still a thing that people are shocked by. Bro, Pornhub Premium is available and is free for you during this time. In case of emergency, X videos will always be there for you. And I don't understand how... I think it is really lazy that people think it is scandalous to attack black women's bodies. I don't know why you're still doing it. What is so controversial about breasts? I understand they're beautiful, they're gorgeous, they look nice. But if you really think about it, I think this comes from deeper-rooted issues where we all know that Africans were conditioned to shame nudity. But I feel like you were born naked, you fuck naked, and essentially you will die naked. All you have to decide is, do you want it solo? Or with a little bit of display. So, fuck you to that blog. And basically, guys, go out and buy Token My Queen and Beauty. Humanati, I love it. <sighs> and that's all we have for I just... I have to take a quick sip of my drink. I'm drinking water. Because you gotta stay hydrated. And then we'll get into the review, shall we? Habari, Tanze, let's get it started. Shall we review? First up... Tanzanian hitmaker Diamond Platinums has a new video out. It is called JJ. And I actually heard the song for the first time on Africa Now, the Apple Music radio show. And I think it's a really dope video. He shot this video in Zanzibar. And as I was watching the video, I couldn't shake this feeling that I would actually want to hang out with Diamond Platinums. Like, he seems like a fun guy. And even the dancer in the video who plays, I guess, his love interest... I think she was really dope. Even from the dance moves that she was doing, it was giving me very Wizkid Joro vibes. But the dance in this, in the Joro video, I feel like had a little bit more technique. But it was, it was nice to see. But as I was watching this video, the video that was loaded next was Rora by Ricardo Banks. Listen, if you listen to JJ, down you listen to Rora, and you all, you played the videos. Perfection. They complement each other so well. 
so yeah i really like this video um the last 20 seconds though were the best part of it the creatives and the models that they had set up in the video i think was really dope i wish they had shown more of that within the video i feel like some of the scenes weren't really necessary and the flow was a little bit off in the story but um that last 20 seconds gotta see it it is honestly my favorite song right now the video was shot by uh kenny under zoom extra and produced by kel p now kel p is the producer of killing them by zaltan zlatan is that how you say his name is it zaltan or however you say it sorry to this man him and burner boy so you know already it's a jam it's in the new edition of the playlist you have to get it but what's the score i think i will give it a Six out of ten. It was a decent video, but I think it's an even better song. And you have to add it to your playlist immediately. If you have not checked out the Apple Music playlist called The Playlist already, um, of course, my handle is official Kwame. Check it out on Insta. Go to the playlist highlights and it will be there, right there for you. Add it to your library. Moving on to Ghana. <clears throat> Ghanaian rapper, singer, songwriter, director, producer, award winner... E.L., a.k.a. The Bar, a.k.a. Lomi, a.k.a. Elom, has a new video and song out called... Wait, let's, I hope I don't butcher the name too much. Efa Moho Bang. Is that how you say it? I think it is a great video. Loved the concept. He had this Ankara print suit that was magically changing colors and patterns in the video. Loved it. Um, I also liked he had this uh, gold chain on, that would, uh, making him look like the Ghanaian black star that he, that he is loved it i just wish that he didn't have a belt on in the video like just a little bit of styling tips for me to you i just wish he didn't have um the belt on in the video and i wish he would have worn white sneakers instead of the desert boots that he had on but otherwise all around i think it was a really dope video sir listen whenever you have an opportunity keep it shirtless <laughs> we love to see it went perfectly with his outfit and i feel like if you have the body to Fill out an outfit like that and show it off. Why not? Also, he had a whole bunch of celebrity ca celebrity cameos. And I've missed the days when we used to have celebrity cameos in videos. Do you remember like when there was Chris Tucker in Michael Jackson's You Rock My World? Or like Naomi Campbell in Jay-Z's Change Clothes. Mike Myers in Britney Spears' Boys video. Living an amazing time. But yeah, he had some of our Ghanaian artists and celebrities in the video. Regina Van Helvet was in there. Sister Derby. DKB, John DeMello, Nanama, McBr oh, not McBrown, Nanama, Abu, Abu, I don't know how you say her surname, sorry to that lady, um, Reggie Rockstone even had his Memoji, um, his iPhone Memoji in there, which I thought was hilarious, basically RJZ was in there, but yeah, I think all around, pretty dope video, um, what is the score? I would give it a 6.5 out of 10, and yeah, not because it was... I didn't think there was anything that you needed to add to the video. I think it was a great video, stellar video. But I will tell you why a little bit later why... You know, I, I don't know. I'm also just very hard to please. I'm uh, I'm annoyingly critical, but it is what it is. Anyway, if you guys have not seen, happening on Ganyan Twitter, EL and South Korea have released a new song called Bring Back Azonto. For you people who don't know what Azonto is... Uh, sorry, wait, how, how dare I say azonto ill classless no we have upgraded now it's no longer called azonto it's now called ajunto 
place. We have to put a little bit of an accent on it because we are moving up, upper echelon in this. Now, Ajanto is a dance um, pop music style in Ghana that gained prominence in the early 2000s. And the ghetto youths were fighting on Twitter as to who is the king of Azonto, why do we let Azonto die, we should bring back Azonto. And for me, I don't think Azonto music ever really left and went anywhere because my introduction to um, Azonto music was Gas Miller and Fuse ODG. Fuse ODG is like, <laughs> when it comes to pop artists in Ghana, like he was one of... I guess one of the major artists in the early 2000s and beyond to take Ghanaian music international. Like, he has performed at the Olympics. He has collaborated with Ed Sheeran. He um, has also built a school in Ghana. I think a primary school, if I'm not mistaken. He has a Barbie doll line of African-inspired Barbie dolls that sold out when they were released. And Fuse has just been doing the damn things. I feel like he never gets enough of his flowers. I actually should have made him the presidue this week. But anyway, and also it's Tiffany was, I think, one of the big... Um, can I say Azunto stars at the beginning of the early 2000s? But yeah, definitely check out um, EL's video, Efa Wahombein. Now let's talk about Ghanaian rapper, singer, sometimes model, and heartthrob RJZ. He has a new video out called For Life. Really nice quality. Now, the video story follows young lovers. The guy is from an average middle class and he falls in love with a rich girl. He proposes to her. Next thing in the video, she sneaks him into her house. They're rolling about in her bed. Meanwhile, her father is home. And obviously, they get caught. So the father now has him arrested. And while she's sitting there crying tears, sitting by the pool, looking like Sharpay Evans, living her best fabulous life, the father now brings her some bald, bearded suitor in a caftan to, I guess, be her potential married mate, and she refuses him. Now, can we talk about this? Why do I feel like bald, beard, caftan, and sonata is like the unofficial uniform for upstanding, ripe for marriage potential suitors who probably have a level 100 girlfriend who gets drunk off fast tracks and smell of ice at bloom, screams A with the rest of her harmonious chorale or azonto warriors. Not to mention, he probably thinks that threesomes are freaky but doesn't have the skill of the stamina to show off his shallow entitlement, 0.5% confidence or flaccid best for the fifth time because everybody's hands go up and they stay there. K for class one. Really? Like, is it what life has become? Because I swear I see so many guys like this. Like, no shade. I'm actually all the shade to you if that is you. I just don't understand why I feel like people have this idea that when you see someone bald, beard, kaftan, drives a sonata or corolla or whatever, this thing... Like you are the guy or a lantra, like you are the you know most respected, most super mega, most like really. <sighs> anyway, back to the video. <laughs> so RJZ is in prison, yeah, and he's busy writing letters to his loved, to the love of his life, the girl he proposed to, only for the father to to be throwing them away. So the girl never gets the letters. Then, um, he's apparently released from jail on good behavior when he's like 80,000 years old. But I've got to say, especially in this scene, RJZ's acting was top tier. It was it was really dope. And I really got into my feelings towards the end of the video because he dedicated the video to his cousin Lorenzo, who was just recently released from prison. 
I love to see it. Also, the video was directed by Henry Akron, who always does just does fucking amazing work. So, uh, shout out to RJZ and Henry Ak and Hen hey, Henry Akron. Is that how you say your surname? Please don't come and fight me, yo. So, what's the score for Life RJZ? I think I'm going to give it a 7.5 out of 10 because I really love the story. Shout out to Twist Legacy Life Entertainment for the production. They did the damn things. And shout out to them for also believing in new generation creatives, especially Eric Ugoka. You are a godsend. Twist is literally one of the best clubs in Ghana. Till date, legendary. Aside from Ace Tantra. Second only, or first only, to Ace Tantra. Okay? Um, shall we do a couple more? See, okay. So what happened was, I was going to discuss Call by Joe Boy from Nigeria and Away by Oxlade. Is that how you say his name? Oxlade. Both of these videos were shot by TJ Omori. And I haven't had the time to watch them yet, but I would just like to say... That TJ Omori from the snippets that I have seen is a music video director, filmmaker, god. Because the visuals, bro, it is not a joking thing. And this is why sometimes it's hard for me to rate. I mean, I understand in Ghana it's a lot more difficult. We don't give as much of a budget to our Ghanaian creatives as we should so that they can produce really dope work and really express their creativity and put out um, work that is of international quality, you know, to compete with the rest of the world. But Shout out to TJ Omori for just doing the damn thing. And this is why I hold um, my standards are so high because of people like him. I think he reminds me of Babs Direction, who's another video music director in Ghana who does stunning, stunning work. But um, anyway, shall we do one more video? Shall we go for it? Why not? Rapper and video director KT has a new song and video out called Up and Away, and it features RJZ and Kirani Ayat, which I thought was a nice video. I like the three of them together. And this is actually the first track that I've heard KT on uh, with RJZ since the song that introduced him to me, which was 90s Baby. This is when RJZ was still known as Twice with a Y. <laughs> but there was a scene that KT posted on his Instagram, which was like behind the scenes footage of RJZ dancing, he was like popping in and locking, like stomp the yard, breathe in, breathe out, and I wish they had put that part in the video. Like, I didn't know RJZ was a dancer like that, but yeah, obviously the video was directed by KTO, which is KT's video direction company. Also, Ayat scenes were really lit. He had um, these black, and it was in black and white, and they had a whole bunch of shadows and lighting, and clearly the category was body, and I think it looked perfect. I just wish that he didn't change into like other outfits like when he was wearing like some t-shirts v and like some cut off jersey and i was just like bro i mean i was probably <laughs> low-key i was mad because i want to look like that but i'm just lazy but bro drop the workout routine like i'll do it eventually but anyway what's the score i think i will give it a five out of ten not that it was a bad video i just personally liked the song more than the video even though i feel like the video did Whatever it needed to do for this song. But that's it for Shall We Review. Right now, we're going to talk to our sponsors. Then we'll come back and wrap up the show. Hi, Jesus. So, it's me again. Remember when I said that? I see what they are doing for my mates. I know. If you want to work your magic, you just talk to the big man upstairs. A.K.A. the woman. Because God can be a woman too. If you want to bring the sponsorship to the podcast, just make sure everybody who has products and things, just feels like they like the podcast, they want to advertise. This is the place that we can place them. So you, if you are a creative and you are listening to my prayers right now, you have anything you want to promote 
or I don't know, you have some sort of business, whatever it is. If I can't talk about it, I can't sell it. You just come and be putting it right here. We'll place it for you. You hear? In the name of Jesus, amen. Right, let's get into your WhatsApp broadcast, aka Antibi. <laughs> this is like the fake book news that your mother, your gran, and Antibi sent to you that you don't really need, but this is news that you actually need, okay? First and foremost, let's talk about the playlist. I've been talking about it the whole episode long. I've been talking about it in the previous podcast. If you have Apple Music, I do not know why you do not have it in your library by this point. But we have updated, well, I have updated um, the playlist, which is an Apple Music playlist that has 10, 20 of the hottest jams that I think that you need to hear immediately. Things to check out in there, Lockdown by Tenny and DJ Neptune. Now they have a new joint EP out called Quarantine Playlist. It is sweet and short enough for you guys to spend again. It's about 10 minutes long. And even when I was listening to it, I was ready to have a full half hour. I had to run it back three more times. You can listen to it like at night. You can listen to it during the day. But the track that I put in there for you guys is called Lockdown. Definitely check it out. Really like it. And for me, this is one of the few songs that people... You know, like a lot of people are releasing music during this time because quarantine. I've seen some people like dropping mixtapes or EPs and things and things. And I haven't gotten to any of them yet because I thought they were going to be corny. Because I also don't want to be reminded of the fact that I had to deal with COVID-19 in 2020 when I was just trying to live my best life. But also, I feel like this time has given us all time to grow and to really center ourselves and what have you. But yeah, I, this is one of the few things that I actually liked. One of the projects during this time that I, I like that I don't think is corny. So definitely do check it out. Um, Like I said, Lockdown is the track that you need immediately like add to playlist now just get the whole damn playlist like i've told you guys how many times do i have to tell you uh uh-uh. like are you all right anyway also in there mayo kun oh he has a song i call gang right now he released a remix ep with several different remixes of the song although the original song for me was fine video was fire too and also in case nobody knows this is a mayo kun stan account i have been a fan for a hot second i actually had the i interviewed him when i was doing television i think about a year two years ago when he was just starting up so um yeah i wish more people were doing um remix eps but you guys have got to check it out like overall the tape or the okay let me tell you the song that i like on the ep yeah he has the africa mix of yank that features inoso b who is from i think he's from Coast or congo please forgive me the African mix with him and Kwesiata from Ghana surprised me. It was hot fire, babes. Hot blazing fire. Ricky Rick from South Africa is on there. And Rayvani from Tanzania is also on there. Babe, 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 listen. If there's any song, dear, that you take from the mix list, you just go and take this. Actually, there's another song I'm going to tell you about. But if there's any song here and you want to turn up, you just go and get that one. Gang, the Africa remix specifically with Inosobi, Kwesi Ata, Ricky Rick, and Rayvani. Ah! But overall, the EP, um, I liked these other artists on there. M.I. Baga. YC, um, Miss Banks is also on another track, but I would actually give the overall, maybe the song or the EP like a 7.5 out of 10. It's, it's really lit. Another song to check out on the uh, playlist is Tetema by Ray Vanny again from Tanzania because you know I gotta support my peoples. I actually, the minute I heard the song, 
added it to my per not even the playlist i added it to my personal playlist and it features super mega star diamond platinum so you know you gotta have it and in case you do not have time to listen to track by track by track and you're just looking for a mix that you can plug in and play whenever you like i bet you already know that uh the mix list by ADDJ is out now. Well, it should be because as I'm recording this right now, it's not out yet. <laughs> it will be out by the time you guys hear this, yeah? And you just have to connect your Bluetooth device, plug in and play. It is one hour of jams. Don't play yourself. Just play the damn mix. You hear me? One good. Okay. Now let's get into the reading list. The reading list this week is an article that I found on Al Jazeera. It is called Men Talk Mental Health in Ghana, written by Kwesi Jamfi Asedu. Now, this article deals with a topic that is often under-addressed in far too many African households, especially in reference to boys and men. But since we live in an hour of time, we are more the wiser. Now, the article goes on to discuss the recently short film, Boys Know They Cry, which you guys have got to watch. It, it is available on YouTube, so you don't even, like, you don't need no Netflix subscription or nothing to find it. I'm going to tweet the link for you guys. Should I tweet? I'm going to tweet the link for you guys. Okay, now, Boys um, Know They Cry, the film that was discussed in the article, follows the lead character who tries to take his own life, and it explores um, men's mental health and hyper-masculinity in hyper-religious Ghana, as the screenwriter Joe Wackel J. Kusi describes, who is a a friend of mine. You guys have got to read this article. Um, and it's especially for anyone male, or anyone who's African, really, or anyone who's black, because, of course, support your own first. But... This article especially like struck a chord with me because it's really for anyone who has ever dealt with depression, suicidal thoughts, or is generally just going through it, you know? So if you relate to any of these, because I think mental health is something that is super important. It's just, mental health is just as important as physical health, spiritual health, emotional health, uh, physical health, did I say that already? But yeah, I think once you read this article, whether you read the article or watch the film or you are smart enough to do both. The, the short film is a definite uh, must-see. And so is the article. If you're looking for it, I will put um, a link in the highlight reel. There's a highlight reel on my Instagram now called The Reading List. And it'll be there for you so that you guys can not only go and check out the, the film, but also read the article. You've got to do it. Ah, but yeah, time's gone quick, yeah? This now brings us to the end of another episode of can we talk the podcast next up i know i said this last week but i still have not listened to darko vibes pan is it pan logo i think it's pan logo it's pan logo album funny enough darko was also featured on the africa now apple music uh radio show his song gina lime was on there he said that to Gina. he said the song is about Gina and Lime because Gina and Lime is his favorite drink because it makes him horny I was dying bro but yeah I'm trying to decide between Darko Vibes um debut album or Orania's Imperfect MPs EP still I don't know which one I'm, I'm probably gonna end up doing both but uh, if you want to check out some I mean if you listen to the mix list you might find some Darko in there if you can't listen to the mix, like, guess the play. You know what you should do in your life, eh? I'm going to say this for the last time. Are you hearing me? Open your ears, eh? How many times have I called you? Okay. The mix list is now available for you on SoundCloud. The playlists 
is available for you on Apple Music and it has just jams. So if you want one hour of back-to-back jams, get the mix list. If you want just jams, you can add to your Apple Music for whenever you are moving around. You just want to see what are the kids doing, get the playlists. Or like I said, just get the most. You want to do a little bit of reading, get the real, uh, get the reading list. But anyway, that brings us to the end of another fabulous, fantastic, super kind of fragilistic, episode of Can We Talk the Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening and for making it through all of my chatter and nonsense this far. Um, continue to like and share. You know, this is available wherever it is that you're listening to it. Share it with your friends. And remember, Saturdays are for Kwame. We'll catch you next week. Let's see for tanks.